This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, good morning and welcome to it. It's that time of the day. It's that time of the week. It's the weekly mashup with myself, Dimitri Masha. Unfortunately, if you were hoping to hear your girl Candy, she is in another part of the world. I think she's in Bloemfontein this week. So I'm riding solo. But it's okay. I've got a couple of studio guests with me today. And uh, we're going to have a great time. I hope that you are in the mood to hear some really exciting stories, personal stories, as well as really exciting stories about life, about business, about getting your stuff together. You know, I, I thought that I was... I wasn't going through a lot of pain until I heard one of our guest stories and I'm like, shut up and stop being such a sissy. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening today. Uh, we started off with Rihanna needed me. She's like currently my favorite chick, like on anything. I don't know if any of you saw the, the MVAs. If you did though, it was like basically an extended Rihanna show, um, maybe featuring the MVAs and some Beyonce, but Yo, if Rihanna comes to South Africa, I'm leaving with her. I'm telling you now, guys. Like, let's just get the money for her, Lobola, ready uh, for me. I know that there are a lot of you out there who also want to be with Rihanna, but I got dibs, okay? So, without any further ado, <laughs> you know you're on the weekly mashup. That's how we do. There are a lot of things that happened this week. I'm not sure what, though, because I feel like the week has just passed me by. Um... So the DA is now in charge, like properly, of Joburg. Uh, so, like the blesses out there uh, are getting less and less. I think, ladies, if you haven't got a blesser yet, like you've literally got a month to find one, get that flat or townhouse, get that Mini Cooper. Otherwise, like the gate is closing very, very fast. Um, I don't know if DA does blesses, but I think they do. Just check out Cape Town. <laughs> All right, so without any further ado, here are my guests right now. I've got Lerato Masha, and they're with us here today. Uh, Lerato, say hi, man. How are you Hello. doing? Hello. Um, no relation, by the way. No relation. <laughs> it just happens to be a Masha. Um, I've also got Tanya Detroit. Let's make sure that your mic is nice and close to you there, Tanya. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? I'm good. Um, can you just help her with that mic, Tanya, so that it's right? Not to help Tanya, rather. Not, there you go. And we've got... Siapehi Dumisa, how are you doing, my dear? Hi, Dumi. <laughs> are you thank good? You. I'm good, thank you. It's so good to have you in the studio with me. Thank you so, so much. So, let me see. I think you guys are a little bit low. We're in the new studio, by the way. Brand new everything. Uh, Thibaut Taj came here and he just took over. So, it's the opposite of what happened with the DA. Um, Gareth uh, and Cliff Central, we were like, I suppose we were like the DA because we were the, like the white station, right? And then the black people came and then they took our studio. <laughs> so uh, we're in a new studio. It's wonderful, though. Uh, just getting used to it. You guys cool? Yeah, we're good. good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Thank you. So without any further ado, let's get started. Basically, um, I asked these people, all of them, my friends and uh, others that I've just met, to come to the studio because I wanted to talk to you guys about life in general. Like you've got amazing stories, all of you. Um, Lerato's on crutches at the moment. He just had, is it a hip replacement? No, 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 no. What, what happened there with your hip? Um, they just had to. I had some torn ligament, okay, uh, because of a deformation on my bone. All right. So they had to replace some of my ligaments and then basically deal with the bone as well. Okay, but you're so, doing well though. I mean, um, and you know, weeks, could it have been caused by your many years of jiving? Or kickboxing? Remember, it's kickboxing. Oh, kickboxing as well. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. But you were yeah. jiving for longer than you were doing kickboxing. <laughs> it's one like of those that, things. Yeah. It's, it's a sign from God that you know what? It's enough with the clubbing, don't you think? <laughs> Although it hasn't happened to me yet, maybe it's a sign from God that I must keep going. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're also, um, you know, a plant manager for two of Nampak plants in Gauteng. Director. Director. Yeah. 
Yeah, let me say it properly because you know, with you guys, you don't want to say it wrong. So, what exactly do you do? What? Who are you? What are you? I'm Lerato Masha. I work for Nampek. I'm a manufacturing director. So okay. In essence, I look after Nampek's operations within our division in South Africa. So we've got two plants in Joburg, uh, one in Cape Town, and one in Devon. No, oh, and so you manage all of those. Sort of. Yeah. Oh, well, sort I'm of. trying. Like you, you yeah. either do or you don't. Well. Sort of. <laughs> and what do you guys do? What do you make there? Okay, um, in Jorek we we make uh, toothpaste tubes at oh. one of the plants, which is in uh, Jet Park. Okay. And then we've got a plant. So like all the toothpaste, like like not just GSK Col- for your Colgate G- in Colgate, general. Colgate and GSK. So those are our main customers. And plus we've got other smaller customers. That's Glasgow. Glasgow, Smith and Klein. Yeah. Yes. So that's our biggest customer that we have. Um, and on the other side, Mega Pack, we make crates, your beer crates, bread crates, uh, all sorts of crates, meat crates. Thanks for getting also, the beer to us, man. We also, I really appreciate We that. also make drums from your 25 liters to 160 liters in the same plant. So it's a huge plant at uh, Olifant's Fontaine. In Devon, it's interesting. We make your closures, what you call caps, uh, sports caps, as you, your energy caps, your milk caps. So the caps, caps for the bottles. Bottles, Valpres, one of our customers, for example. Oh, okay. And then in the Cape Town plant, we make so metal caps. the bottle don't that doesn't come with the cap. You buy no, a bottle no, no, at no. another place and a cap somewhere else. And you buy the labeling wow. somewhere okay. else as well. Okay, we'll come back to that. We also yep. got uh, Tanya. Do I say Tanya Dutoit or Tanya Gecko? Which one do you prefer? No, Tanya Dutoit. Du toit. I love it. Or okay. That's Tanya. like sort of French, isn't it? That is. Oh, I don't care. You know, it's beautiful. I, I just love the way you are speaking your French accent. <laughs> <laughs> or from my, obviously, my father's side is Tanya Greco. Uh-huh. Oh, Greco. Greco, which is the Italian. Um, so you're Italian French? I'm Italian French and Welsh. My mom is wow. French and the Welsh. So when, when you're not like smoking endless cigarettes, you're throwing stuff around the house. Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I drink a lot of wine and <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, because the French are known for that. But yeah. but uh you also have an incredibly interesting background when it comes to uh you know what you've done uh corporate wise. Take us through that. I mean at some point you basically set up the infrastructure for MTN before the World Cup twenty ten, right? We did, we especially on data. So we were I was asked to uh, lead the project. Uh, I'm going to ask you to just get a little bit close to the mic. Like, love that sure. mic. Love oh, okay. it. There you go. <laughs> That's there, it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes with being short, I suppose. Um, so, yes, it was, um, the, the project was actually in crisis. Uh, and we were called in. And I was under the auspices in those days of IBM. Mm-hmm. And we were basically asked to rescue the project because, obviously, if MTN didn't deliver the project back in those days, there obviously were penalties. And the big thing was is to to launch uh, data packages, real time online data, and also so people could buy a ninety minute bundle and view the game because a soccer game is not. Yeah, but hang on a second. Why is data so expensive in South Africa? Like I'm still asking that question. The other day I got a ten thousand rand bill just for data. Sure, I don't know, but I think uh, that would that that would be better directed at MTN. Mm. We we didn't we didn't deal with the costing and that we. I'm more of the technical side. Mm, but I mean, generally, you know, data is like far more expensive in SA than like anywhere else, anywhere in, else in the world. So Are we like, is it just because of the distance? It takes a long time for the data to get here as compared to no, Europe. And not it, at all. You know, I think the thing is, uh, in all fairness, our, you know, if you look at... We're just suckers. So they're just taking yeah, us for it. The they're thing just is, like, I think... You know, ICASA, you've, you've also got to go back to ICASA because they obviously legislate. Okay. Um, they do a lot of the legislation and I, I did a lot of work for ICASA mm. many years ago. Um, 
and where we, 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 we stay actually, close to the mic. Where we, wrote, where we, uh, we wrote a lot of the legislation in the mm. early days, uh, in a former company that I was with. So, you know, what has been rolled out, great, but there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been rolled out and that obviously would have governed okay. the things that you are discussing now. Fair enough. But again, um, you know, it's up to Casa to do that or the Minister of Communications. Mm. I was under the Minister at that time, uh, Dr. Avi Kasaburi. Okay. And a lot has changed since then. But also, that's not what you started. You started like as an engineer at places like ISCO of, of all things. Yes, I did. Uh, I think, you know, being a Durban girl and coming up from Durban, you know, we came to Josie to find gold. I think mm-hmm. the sad part is there's no did more gold. <laughs> no. The gold was finished there by the time you got it. It was gone. Gone. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I think, you know, that was back in the, the I don't want to obviously give my age away, but uh, let's say a couple of years ago. <laughs> a couple of decades ago, perhaps. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. You know, a couple of decades ago, I was also starting my first job. So, you know, I think even those days, work was hard to find. And I mm. think being a woman engineer back then in a male-predominant world was very hard to, one, get in. Yeah. I still remember, and I think it's a story that I tell people, and especially young girls, is that, you know, when I first it, – it was a bit different back in those days is – when you've completed your, your university, a lot of companies came to interview you, to hire you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Especially if you'd mm. studied engineering. Especially mm. if you'd studied engineering. So what they would have is they would have a, like cocktails and a wine and dine, and then they would inf- interview the students, and you would then get to uh, be nominated by one or two companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in those days, it was actually Bancorp Data, which is obviously we know as ABSA today, and I was invited to come up. They flew me up. Bangkok Data flew me up to Republic Road, laid on the works, and it was myself. So they pulled out the good one. It wasn't the box one. No, they pulled out the good okay. stuff. They even told me about the golf course and all the oh. frills and the benefits. And the thing at the end of the day, and and this is the thing, and I don't want to think it was between myself and a gentleman. Mm. But and you just had better results. You had better marks, clearly. No, I didn't. No, it wasn't all about results. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. and this is what people don't understand, is is I was a woman, he was a man. They were more concerned about me falling pregnant oh. than staying because they didn't want to invest in somebody. And then next thing, like, you have to go off because you yeah, just had a baby. Exactly. How unfortunate. How unfortunate. Yet, yeah. All my life, I've never fallen pregnant. Mm, so mm. that was a really bad gamble they yeah, took. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they could have like, yeah, used you yeah. to your maximum. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. So it went for the fella because he, didn't, he, couldn't, he wouldn't have babies, right? Well, I mean, like, they wouldn't <laughs> pop out of him. No. He, he possibly would have them. So, um, but you're both engineers, actually. Um, what kind of engineer are you, Tanya? I, I'm an ele- electronic engineer. Electronic. Lerato, Industrial you are? engineer. Industrial engineer. Yeah. Okay. And then we've also got a lovely lady here by the name of Siapehi Dumisa. Did I say that right? Siapehi Dumasi. Siapehi Dumasi. Yes. Oh, of course, Siapé. Dumasi, not Dumisa. Yes. You know, that was confusing <laughs> for me because it, it's almost like Dumisa, like the, the Nguni version, but it's not. Almost this one is a Tonga version. Dumasi is, oh. uh, my husband is Tonga. But your first I name is Soto. Yes. What does Siapehi mean? Siapehi is a Siapehi. Oh, okay. So, you cook everything. What are you cooking now? (laughs) I try. We know that you're cooking Fabricana at the moment, aren't you? Yes. Tell us a little bit about Fabricana and your background there. Okay. um, So, Fabricana, um, we do African prints. That's Mm -hmm. what we specialize in. Um, More so revolutionizing the African print. So, um, 
um, incorporating it into daily lifestyle, mm-hmm. your clothing, office wear, um, everyday wear, weddings, and right now we're working on a new range for the home, um, as well as a summer, spring, everyday range. Nice. Yeah, so that's what Fabricana is about. All right. Um, I'm actually going to try and take a picture for you guys so you can see uh, the, 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 the head... Well, is it a head scarf or head wrap? Head wrap, head wrap tuku, duku. Tuku. Yeah. But this is like a new kind of tuku. It's not like the tuku that uh, you are forced to wear, like, you know, if you are unfortunate <laughs> enough you like to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is like something, it's on another level. Yeah. I want you guys to see this. So I'm going to take a picture okay. so so everyone can see what we're talking about. Look at that. Oh, you know, this touch screen. I hope it worked. <laughs> nice. Look, it's a little bit out of focus, but, you know, it was because. I was talking and taking the picture at the same time. Um, what's your What's your handle, by the way, on Twitter? So while I do this quickly. Um, okay, I don't have Twitter. Instagram is Fabricana Prince. Fab. So that's where yeah. people can find. So um, just tell me a bit about like your background in fashion. Uh, how did that come about? Um, did you start out in fashion? Is this something that you pursued from from before? Or were you like working for Edgars at one point? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. In fact, I'm so excited to see Lerato mm-hmm. Masha here. Um, my career started, well, with him. Uh, we met Same at the graduate year. program, the NAMPAC graduate program. Oh, so you're also an engineer? <laughs> no, I'm not an engineer. By profession, I'm an internal auditor. So oh. that's where we met um, uh, Lerato and I. Uh, but I decided to run away or chicken out from the corporate world. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. when, <laughs> when the creative juices started, you know, working in me. Mm. But um, with fashion, I've always been... Um, in love with art, in love with uh, design. Mm-hmm. I've always loved it from a very young age. Um, I've loved interiors. I've worked in interior design for a bit. So my love for fashion actually was sparked when I moved to Zambia a few years ago um, uh, with my husband's work. And I fell in love with the African prints there, started bringing them the side. Mm-hmm. And... Um, um, something was, was, was planted to start a fashion brand, um, to, to modernize the African print. Nice, nice. Yes. So for, because I sketch, I love Here's art. Here's the thing. What were they doing in Zambia that, that maybe the rest of us aren't doing either in South Africa or, or the rest of Africa that you yeah. found so intriguing with their prints? I found that they love their Africanness. Um, they, uh, they hardly ever wear um, Western stuff. They love okay. their African prints. They wear it as sh- they wear them as shorts, as skirts. They wear them every day. Mm. So I wanted to take that into South Africa to um, be proud of being African, being, being proud of our African prints, our Africanness, mm. our colorfulness. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's how. That's what it is. Okay. So since then, what what kind of fashion have you guys gone into i know it's not just the uh, the head wraps and the head scarves there's, there's like i've seen some of your range you know you've got beautiful um clothing for men and women yes. but with 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 a it's all modern stuff you can yeah. wear it to the office but yes. with a really beautiful african flavor to it yeah so uh, like i said we we try by all means to modernize um the african print um not only um for everyday wear but mm-hmm. uh, also weddings functions you'd be attending a, a function with your african print also accessories we've also um we also have clutch bags neck neck pieces um bangles so not only just clothing it's also accessories as also well also accessories for, right. the, for the home as well well we're going to get back
back to the fashion side of things. Tanya, what I wanted to talk to you about is um, you've come up with some really exciting. In fact, you know what? Grab one of those um, there, if you will. Everyone, everyone can have their own um, earphones. You can't hear anything. Yes. You can hear? Yeah. Okay, you can hear yourself. Great. So, Tanya, you've come up with some really amazing detergents as well as soaps um, yes, that anyone can not only can they use but probably should use. Tell us a bit about your detergents because I know that um, you are a cancer survivor. Am Sorry. I correct? Correct. Um, and because of that, you've come up with some amazing detergents that can really help people stay healthy. Correct, Tamisha. What I've done is I think it was more due to my own... Uh, experience, uh, going through cancer, going through the treatment, living in a, an oncology ward for almost five months. Mm. I think through that and the changes that your body takes, I think you don't ever take anything, uh, personally until it affects you in yeah. such a way that you've got to look at alternatives. So I've been driving now and as I said to you, this is an embryonic stage really. It's a seed that was planted. And I'm now looking at chemicals, soaps, everything, because the beginning of this year, it was actually a blessing. It sounds weird, but it was a blessing. A friend of mine from the UK asked me to nurse his father. Yeah. And unfortunately, his father was very ill. And I know this sounds really weird, but I nursed him to death to to and give him the dignity prior to his ending. And even back then, I realized that whether you are suffering from some, something, you know, with a terminal illness or you're nursing somebody else, you need care, you need hygiene. And I think it goes back to Sister Teresa where, where um, she wanted to give pe- people dignity to die in clean sheets mm. and bathe them and make sure that they felt good before they took their final breath. Yeah. And I think basically on that and everything that I've dealt with, that's why this is this door has opened. Mm. So I've now looked at different chemicals and that, and, and there's so many harmful chemicals in the stuff that we use today. Tell us a bit about that, because, you know, a lot of people say things like once you've used <laughs> detergents and that sort of thing, you know, a lot of that water is, is basically lost um, because is. there's such a lot of horrible stuff in the, in, in the chemicals that we use. Well, look, in, in lots of the stuff that we're currently using today, there's a lot of phosphorus, there's a lot of ammonia. Okay. I mean, people know ammonia from bleach, from um, your handy-andy, your chemicals. Mm. Okay, and then obviously in your personal home care, you've got um, sodium, sodium laureate or what people call as SLS or SLES. And, you know, it just sounds you, wrong. SLES. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, you know, these things are all harmful. And I think if you're, you know, when you go through chemo and radiation or you're taking a lot of medication and you've gone through surgery and you're trying to heal, uh, like my colleague here on the left, he's also gone through a lot of pain um, and things like that. And you've got wounds and it, mm. it's very, you, you can't just do mm. the things that you used to do. Mm. So the th- and the stuff that you use, you find burns you, mm. you know, and, and with my, my cancer journey is my hair fell out, my skin fell off. And the thing is, it was very difficult. What do you use in that Hmm. Environment, and it's not just about your personal care. It's also your laundry liquid. It's also yeah. your stay soft. It's all the things. It's um, your toilet cleaner, even exactly. You know, um, what you use to clean the, the 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 bath after you've you've taken a bath, right? Correct. And the thing is, also my my cancer metastasized to my lungs, and I've had um, seventeen five rand coins cut off my lungs. So my breathing wow. and my breath, hmm. it's impaired. So I smell things very deeply. I mean, I walk into a 
uh, let's say a hotel or a hospital. I smell their kitchen and their drains before I smell anything else. Oh my goodness. So, you know. So if you were a superhero, you'd be like, drain woman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Super smell. (laughs) I can smell you've been at taboo. (laughs) I know because they use a particular detergent in their bathrooms. No, I wasn't. I swear. (laughs) But I mean, it's not something that I make common knowledge, but the thing is, um, your, your, everything becomes heightened once you've, you've gone on chemo and it's just one of those things. So that's why I've now looked, I've literally gone back to grassroots and looked at how can I help people. And literally it's, uh, my mission is to, to clean up South Africa. And by doing that, we, through rivers and through a lady by the name of Nushka Zwane, um, she said to me, Tanya, when I was at my lowest, she said to me, Tanya, God's got a plan for your life. Mm. And, she said to me, we're going to see bigger and better things from you. And the first thing that she did is she helped, she, we went on a training course and we ran the shine program. And in the shine program, there were three fundamentals or foundations that that program taught you was the worth that mm-hmm. actually I have worth body and soul, that strength. And I have strength to choose life, which I did mm-hmm. because you can die from this terminal illness, by the way. Um, yeah. And purpose is that I have hope in a future. And yeah. obviously based on that, by teaching these girls, and we basically took them right down to the basics of what it was like to be a woman, giving them that worth, that strength, that purpose, that value, it all starts with their personal hygiene yeah. and cleanliness because cleanliness is next, next to godliness. But here's the thing I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you. What are you calling your products at the moment? The products at the moment um, – or we, what do you plan to call them? Because we, yeah, that was, that's really that's more the thing. Yeah. Yes, so we played around with a lot of names, and I would actually say the name came to me literally a couple of days ago, where mm. I was awoken, and uh, you know the the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said to me, uh, "God's flowers, God's mm. flowers for you." Okay. And in Italian, it's fiori di Dio per mm. voi, or in French. My French is not that good. Is less fleurs did you? Le fleur did you? There we go. So you gotta you just have a different mouth. Le there we go. <laughs> That's how you gotta do it in French. <laughs> so, so that is the journey that we are on, and what we're busy doing now is with the soaps that we make, uh, and we work because I've always worked very, very closely with the girls in the townships, and that mm-hmm. um, we give them the. You know, they've, they've got acne problems, they've got eczema problems, they've got skin problems and things like that. And we've just seen it being so rewarding because instead of turning to... We're a, talking about like the teenagers, right? The teenagers. Their... Actually, women, you know, women never stop having skin problems. Oh, okay. It's a fallacy to think you only have it in your teenage years. Oh. You know, it, it depends. Because we lead such a stressful life, mm. um, we go through so much as women because we have hormones. And uh, I know men they have, play havoc. There we go. I know all about them hormones. <laughs> like two, three, four different people that you live with, <laughs> occupying the same body. There Who are go. you, and what have you done with my wife? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll come back to that as well, oh. though. Um, but uh, Mr. Mash, I'm also interested in, in what you are doing now. I mean, mm. yeah, we've heard about what you're doing in Nampak, yeah. and uh, the big stuff there. But you've got something that's coming that's in the pipelines. Yeah. That that's quite exciting. Um, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, look, how it started is, firstly, I have an obsession for Africa. Mm-hmm. And that's why I even have a tattoo of Africa as yes. well. Okay. Um, and by the way, uh, the, the show is about 
I suppose, African business today. Exactly. You know, business people. That's why you, you three are here. Yeah, uh, and, and also just African products and, yes. and interesting things that we're doing that are different. That's why exactly. all of you are here. So what, what, what are you doing, man? So at some point, um, after reading I Love What I Write, I Love What I Write by Steve Biko, Mm. I, go, I, I, I like what I write. I write what I like. So I write okay. what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I write I like, what I like. I, I write what I mistake. like, and I like what I write. God, it's the nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I, yeah. I just at some point of my life, I think at 35, I felt that I've achieved a lot. I've moved up the corporate ladder. Did an MBA. Did all of these things. Mm. MBA. And, like MBA. I mean, say, say so we can hear it. Don't MBA, be ashamed. So of after it, my MBAs, <laughs> like you know, what is then my purpose? Yeah. And I thought, okay, my purpose could be I want to make a movie about this guy, Steve Biko. Oh, Steve With Biko. Steve okay. Biko and Timisho Masha being playing Biko as Yay, well. Yay, I'm supporting that, um, man. And, 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 I need and the work right now. One day, it was around 3 o'clock, and I was thinking about this movie, how I'm going to do it, and blah, blah, blah. And the one thing that came into my mind is that, you know, at what platform am I going to use mm. to showcase this movie? Yeah, because it's one thing to make the to movie, make but it at what where platform? are we going to see it? Because you know, yeah. I know there's issues in terms of distribution in yeah. South Africa and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, I sort of thought about the platform in itself and then while i was thinking of the platform and i said hang on man when there is something african it's a bit difficult in terms of the distribution it's like uh what's up he was talking about hair stuff you know to get mm. yourself out there and it also just brought me back to the platform and i thought okay every time i have to go to a wedding and i'm looking for something african i must where, where do you even get, get the it? contacts of this auntie go to downtown yeah. joe where in fact and, you know like our listeners listening right now if, you, yeah. if you've experienced you know uh you wanted a certain product, but you couldn't get it. Exactly. Anyway. Tell us those stories. Let's let's share them. Let's let's exactly. find out how you found the things that you were looking for. But you know, with you, yes. what did you come up with? Um, it's 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 basically an e-commerce platform, mm -hmm. uh, which is called mafrican.com. And the reason I'm African is basically was, was, was inspired by, 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 by two events. Um, in 1906, Pixlika Isakasem made a beautiful speech while at the States called The Regeneration of Africa. In by which the way, he was one of the founding members of uh, the, the ANC. Yes. You know. yes. And then in 19, uh, I think it was 96, Tawumbeki mm. speech, famous yeah, speech. Yeah, I am an African. African. And all of that got me motivated and that's mm. when we started M African. So how M African works. Um, and by the way, it's, it's M African, African or I'm African. African. So you oh, can read it both ways. You can read well. it the way you like. I like so that. So how the platform works, it's a two way, uh, or twofold, uh, platform. So you connect your suppliers and your customers. So basically I'm looking at my suppliers on yeah. this side. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so these ladies are I'm your suppliers. My suppliers. Okay. okay. And I am your <laughs> customer. Customer. Exactly. <laughs> and up. how it works, M African will basically work like an online mall. Mm. In which we'll be showcasing um, different products, starting off with accessories similar to what Sape is 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 making, mm. similar to what uh, Tanya, and then phase two and phase three will be get the the the, the digital side or or the movies. Okay, music. I see. So from so, from 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 phase two, what we're talking about is I suppose the intangible stuff. Yes. So it's not necessarily like. You have a product that yes. landed, but yeah. it's on your yeah. device, whether yeah. it's a mobile device yeah. or yeah. a laptop or yeah. a tablet. I see. Because um, if, if I, I think the vision was more like if, if ever 
uh, I was looking for a book by Eskiam mm. Pasele. Yeah, or that I, one by Pixley, you know? By Pixley, the mm. one that I, I was reading. Or I was looking for an LP by Hugh Masikela featuring his Or I was looking which for you African, cannot find. which you can find. It's not on Then mafrican.com <laughs> becomes a platform yeah. in which, as an African, you can find anything okay. that is African. So is that how this platform will be different to anything that we've seen before, like Take a Lot? Uh, like an Alibaba, I suppose, or any other, I suppose, online shopping platform. I think from the me- from the mechanic side of things, uh, they basically similar because we're okay. talking e-commerce. Yes. But in terms of the product offering, that's where mm. the difference comes in, um, and also the complexity around it, which is the beauty of it as well, mm. is that if I, for example, it will cater for that lady that's sitting at Parkhurst selling these nice picnic blankets. Mm. You know, she'll be now able to 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 expand. Her, her market base as well yeah. And I think that's where the difference is And the difference as well is that There'll be a lot of backward integration I like mm. your take a lot where they work with um, Brands that are already in, in They've got the, the structures in place mm. So with our suppliers Some of them we have to do a bit of training So um, there'll be a lot of economic development, economic development as well, as well. And, and, and for me that's basically uh, The core okay. of, 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 of this whole it thing It sounds very African You know yes. uh, that's it. So basically, it's not like we're just taking your product and selling it. It's Mm-mm. we're also helping you exactly make grow. your business yeah. grow exactly. and and better and exactly. more efficient. That's exactly. fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, that's why I'm talking to all of you guys yeah. here at the same time because I think what you're offering is obviously very African products because mm. you're from Africa, but mm. um, it's stuff that we've seen before, but not in this way. You know. Mm. We all use detergents every single day. We all use soap every single day. But you actually make the soap. Mm. At the moment, you're making it in your kitchen. Yes, I am. How crazy is that? I mean, how how is that? Like, people come to your house and you are cooking a batch of soap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's literally handmade it soap. It is handmade yeah. soap, yes. And that's, um, I have a helper. Caroline is my right-hand lady. Mm. Uh, she's there obviously from a health perspective because uh, she knows what to do if I, I fall ill. But what happened to her is that when she first came into my life, and uh, let me tell you from the onset, she's a blessing. Mm. She's an absolute blessing. Uh, she had worked for me for three weeks mm-hmm. and her husband literally dropped dead oh at my work. Goodness. Okay. And she has three children. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, you know, we've looked at it. She's been a godsend to me mm. and the thing is she has three children that she's got to raise and mm. put through school and mm. things like that so we came together and as you were saying about the african thing sorry mm. yeah um so that's why i've included her in my business and we are going forward and we are we are putting soaps together that are for african skin mm-hmm. okay and and also looking at our african climates yes you know and through that, there will be a legacy left there for her children mm. to take on, and and they because we also know that our economy yeah. that they don't. Her son is about to go out into to the big wide world. Um, he is eighteen, mm-hmm. and the thing is, does he have to go and look for a job in a conventional way? No, let him be an entrepreneur. Mm. And I mm. think with the platform that we have now, and we've just heard about, um, you know, that opens doors mm. for us. And even for the younger generation, that they mm. don't have to go like we conventionally went to look for work. Mm. They mm. can become mm. the entrepreneurs and those platforms are in place yeah. to facilitate. I want to get back to, um, 
I want to come back to this especially, yes. but I want to find out from you the difference in your life from being your own person in terms of an entrepreneur and doing stuff that you care about. I know that you've been an entrepreneur in terms of being a consultant. You've opened up a spa, as in not not where you go get a massage, but where you go and spa, buy good for you. Yes, <laughs> so you buy groceries, right? Yes. Um, but what has the main difference in like holistically your whole life been right now with what you're doing now and what you were doing then? The high flying businesswoman to you know, a caring, not only are your products caring for us, but even the way you're running your business is quite different from the conventional way you did it before. To me, yes. I think because I had a long time in quarantine because of my lungs, um, you know, I it put a lot of things in perspective. That high-flying life, mm-hmm. um, basically I became a casualty to it. So I think, and I think also when you're young, you chase money. I think the biggest thing is mm. we see that money is the big thing and mm. we've got to have it because to have, if you've got money, you'll get everything else. Mm. And I think the biggest change in my life is I've put that, the pride, the arrogance, the financials, all of that behind. Okay. Because I think in one way I used to fear them if mm. I didn't have them. Yeah. And now I live fearless. Yeah. But I mean, they are important. You can't, they you can't, are important. You really can't do much without the money. You can't, but the problem is what you've got to realize, you are not your provider. Mm-hmm. And I think the fundamental thing for me there is it taught me that when I was filled with chemo, uh, I had no arms, missing almost, well, one leg that didn't work, two arms that didn't work, uh, and basically weighed down with chemo, there isn't anything. Or, you know, what can you do for yourself? Mm, what can money buy you, really? Well, money, I guess maybe you can buy you a better hospital bed, though. Exactly. You're not exactly like going to be sitting in Bara. But what I'm saying is the half-flying <laughs> businesswoman, what could she do okay. then? Mm. She yeah, couldn't bring yeah. in an income. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But here's the thing, right? And I want to just touch on that since, since we've gone there. I mean, you didn't just... I think what we forget is we've heard the story before. We think, ah, mm-hmm. oh, you went through, you know, you went through some chemo, but you actually went through some major operations. Yes, One, they almost amputated your leg. Two, they literally took your lungs out of your body, took the cancer out of the lungs, and then put them back and stapled your back correct. together. Correct. Am I correct? correct. And you, at, at some point, could not even walk. You could not even feed yourself. Like you mm-hmm. said, you had lost your hair, your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you recover from something like that? Do you, do you, were you at a point where you're like, I don't even want to recover? You know, I was reading your story and you said the reason why they put you on suicide watch is because when you realize what they've just put you through, you would actually want to have taken your life if yeah. you knew exactly what it was that you were going to go through. I think um, it's you're on. Look, the whole journey is you're on a needs to know basis. And I think the doctors mm. are very careful about what they do tell you. And you sort of like it's it's sort of like dealt out to you little bit by little bits because and it would be too much if they gave exactly. it all, all, of think, you at the same, all to you at the same time. I think on the sixth of April, twenty thirteen, if they had told me what what journey lay ahead, mm. yeah, you know, it we would have been like, no, thank <laughs> you. Like, thank I you. tell you what, <laughs> yes, just give me some strong morphine and give me a nice bed to sit on. And play my favorite channel on DSTV and let's just do this, right? Yeah, and let's just go calmly. <laughs> yeah, go go calmly into that good night. Right, yes. But here's the thing, right? Now that you survived all that, how's your outlook changed when it comes to the everyday niggles and struggles of life? Do, do you think that you handle them better now? I think I I think the saying goes is, I'm not out to win the battle. I'm out to win the war. Mm. So the little things, 
don't, you know, I, I look at the things that people get. You don't sweat the small stuff. Exactly. As much. You don't mind who moved your cheese. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> as long as yeah. you still get a little bit of a little cheese. cheese at the end, right? <laughs> right after cheese was moved. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so I think it's all relative under the, the circumstances. And, you know, it's, it's like also, our pastor, Pastor Andre talks about it all the time Is it's, you know, I think we get so caught up in the in the little mm. We don't see the bigger picture mm, mm, And I mm. think at the end of the day We need to also, when we look at the bigger picture We also need to look at the people around us And and uh, what is our purpose And also mm. what is the purpose that they play within our lives And what is the purpose that we play within theirs Okay, but and speaking of that um, The lady that you're talking about who works with you What's her name again? Caroline um, no, I mean in your in your soap business, Caroline. Caroline, Car- oh Caroline. So you and Caroline are doing this together, but she's actually a partner in this whole thing. So yes, should anything happen to you, Caroline not only knows how to make the the you know the product, she will actually literally take over. That's correct. And and I suppose that's part of like your journey, and that was important to you. Correct. Yeah. Well, I don't have children, so I think a lot of people you can um, adopt me. Okay. <laughs> Um, And I think God has always sent me other people's children to Mm. take care of. And it's been the story of my life. I even had a friend one day where, you know, she was going through uh, marital problems. And I got her two and a half year old and her helper Mm. to my home. Well, she brought them and I was Mm. an instant mom. So, you know, I see God's purpose, caring for Mm. others, very, Mm. very, and, and, and meeting them with where they where the need needs to be met. Okay, and speaking about that, then with you know you also make um, lotions. Yes, I do. Your lotions are not, I suppose, conventional because, like you said, they're made for the climate, South African climate. Correct. And you you know the kind of people that will be using the lotions is, I suppose, when you're out there and it's cold, right, on a winter's day <laughs> in yeah. South Africa, our especially in Gauteng, you know. It's very um, for black skin, for us, yes. we tend to get ashy if the lotion is not strong enough. Have you made that lotion strong, man? Because I don't, I don't want to get, you know, especially my hands. We are, we've just, we've just, what is just literally, and I think you saw that the other day that mm. has come out of the black ceramic pot. Yeah. Is a lotion that is for really chapped skin, um, and broken skin and we skin is very, very dry. Mm. Um, so we are looking at that and we're trialing that right now. Before we really put it out to the commercial okay. market And we do have And I work with a lot of women and people uh, You know Alex is very close to my heart So mm. uh, we have a lot of girls there That, that try the, the soaps, the creams And everything And if you just see their glowing faces And the way their bodies are reacting mm-hmm. It's amazing Okay, lots of shiny, happy people, I suppose. Eddie. Well, a lot of happy girls And you know what, they're going to go out and do great things mm. You know, oh, That's awesome, that's man important. Um Sabi. Yes, to me, sure. <laughs> uh, I saw your catalog and I, I was really impressed by the kind of models that you used as well. Um, not only because one of them was my sister, but actually, <laughs> uh, the fact that you used different shapes and sizes of people. You, you didn't stick to that whole, you have to be this tall, you have to be this skinny to be a model. Yeah. Um, and what it showed to me was that your clothes can work on, on anybody. anybody. You know, yeah. I suppose that was a consideration that you made purposefully to make sure that, you know, the African body yes. can really appreciate and, and is catered for with your yes, clothes, right? That's true. That's true. Um, 
Um, so I'm passionate about the African figure. Mm. Um, Lisedi is my model, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and she's curvaceous. She's mm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. So am I. <laughs> yeah. No um, doubt. I'm looking at you right now. But you just say you're so um, when you go into a Woolies or an Edgar's or two fitting jeans, it's, it's a, a it's problem. It's a struggle. You it's know? a problem. So I took that into consideration and um, we fit from size 28 to size 44. Okay. And the nice thing about us is that we custom make to your exact specifications. So, so you guys even make jeans? Not yet. Not yet, but you're thinking about it because that <laughs> is that yet. is difficult. That's a tough one. But Not like yet. some of the stuff that you make in terms of clothing then. Um just just run me down like just a few items that that you're really proud of. I know you make like you make suit jackets and things like yes, that, right? Yes, yes. You make do. dresses, dresses for, for formal occasions, yes. for weddings. Yes. Um skirts, tops, I mean anything that you Men's can clothes make. as well. It's not men, just for ladies. Yeah, men's mm. shirts, work shirts, um Anything, I mean, I get clients coming to me asking from anything, even Mm. kids stuff. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so we make anything. So formal, casual, and anything in between. Yes. And we also do a mixture of um, plain linens, plain cottons, incorporating the African print. Okay. What do you think are some of the obstacles that you found with, with your business, trying to get it from where it was to where it is now and to where you want it to go? Oh, okay. Um, I think the main, the main obstacle has been funding, okay. um, or lack of funding. Mm. Um, it's been a struggle, but, um, like Tanya said, um, we are not our own providers. God is the provider. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, I'm living testimony or the business is living testimony. Mm. Um, we go through each stage and, Everything is provided for. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that we don't need funding anymore. Of course, still you still do. Do. Mm. do need it. Sorry, there's music playing in my earphones. Is that's, that normal? That's the bad music. Is that normal? <laughs> yes, it's normal. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> silent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the main one is uh, uh, um, um, the funding. Um, mm. uh, but we're getting there. Uh, today is actually Fabricana's second birthday. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so we have grown from strength to but strength. But where can people find your 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 products? Where can they buy your stuff right now? So before we have um African up and running, yeah. where can we get it? Okay, right now we're online. Um, we used to have a shop, uh, closed it early this year, uh, mm. a physical shop. Right now we've got an online store, and we're still working on it um, mm. on a continual basis. So they can find us on fabricanaprints.com. Um, we also do consultations. Um, um, because you know, uh, fabric. Uh, um, sorry, African prints are so popular nowadays. A mm. lot of people are doing. The Everyone's market, jumping on that bandwagon. The lady. market is so satur- oversaturated. Mm. So I had to find something that differentiates us from the rest. So. Um, we do deliveries, we consult, we go to the client, sit with the client, measure them, um, decide on a design, and then make and deliver to the client. Mm. So um, for those of you who can't come to, we've got a studio in Joburg uh, CBD. So for those who cannot go to the studio, we go to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, like, where can people get hold of you? Uh, do you have an email address? Do you have info, social media? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Info at fabricanaprints.com. Um, Instagram is at fabricanaprints and our Facebook, Fabricana Print, uh, Fabricana African Prints. All right, cool. Yeah. You need to get a Twitter handle though for some of us um, I know. who are technologically challenged and, and we found Twitter and we're not moving. Oh, I thought Twitter was a bit difficult. higher grade for me, so oh, I it? don't know. <laughs> I think everything else is more high. <laughs> Great for me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
Masha, how do you intend to help people like Siape uh, and as well uh, Tanya and, and all those businesses uh, who need a wider platform, you know, to get their stuff out there? I think um, for us, it's basically giving them the exposure. Um, as you hear that Siape said, they've got an online profile within their business. Mm. But what we do then becomes our core to provide that platform. We market the platform for them. Mm. So, for instance, all she will have to do is she put up her products on our site. And basically, we do the marketing and then people come on the site and then they okay. and then they buy the stuff from there. And, and according to your research, mm. do, do you think that this is the way business is going? Basically, I did a lot of research. Um, in, in, in South Africa, e-commerce year on year has been growing between around 25 to 30%, which is huge. Mm. And interestingly enough, uh, I forgot the guy's name from Nigeria. I mean, he, write, he wrote a nice um, research article mm. around how e-commerce can be an enabler for unemployment. Mm. As well as poverty, mm. as well. Because so, one of the, one of one of the product that you'll have, or, or product mixes, I suppose, yes. is is crafts as well. Exactly, crafts so and arts as well. Instead of having people on the side of the road, exactly, trying to sell you exactly this, what what could be amazing, exactly. but you just don't have the time, and sometimes you just don't have the cash. That's that's the thing, and and that's basically what we're trying to 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 provide, and and also uh, to in- expand people's mm. market base, and I think yeah. that's that's the main thing. I mean, I. I was fortunate enough to travel and, yeah. and I went to Austria and mm. these guys, funny enough, they were coming from South Africa and, you know, I had a conversation with them and I looked at the stuff that they bought. Seemingly it's African stuff. And I was, yeah, was like, it no crafts ways. or art? I'll buy such. Yes, it mm. was, it was crafts. And I was mm. like, there's no ways I'll buy something like this and I'll call it African. So basically I would like her stuff uh, mm. to or people from Austria, for example, to put that as an example, to, bu- to be able to access her stuff. Mm. And that's basically the platform that we're trying to create. And more than that, I think, it's around the development as well of your suppliers. You know, it's not everybody that's as, va- as, as advanced as the two ladies that we have here. Yeah. Um, it's for that lady that's sitting at some corner street selling something mm. that we might feel that, you know, could sell yeah. out there. And perhaps and she just needs help well. getting to a point where she's exactly. selling in volume. Exactly. So that she can grow that's that's and basically what we like business. to do. And I think with my operations um, 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 experience, it will be good to help such people to work out what is their capacity, what, how can they, how can they expand, and all of that. So it oh. will it will go beyond just the relationship between us and the suppliers, basically. Wow, awesome stuff, guys. I'm just trying to see what people have been saying on Twitter right now. Um, well. It's spring day as well, by the way. I forgot. Mm. It's the first day of spring. I never know what day it is, actually. <laughs> so uh, what are your guys' plans for spring day? Let me start with you, Siapi. What, what are you planning to do today? I mean, it's spring. What's happening? Oh, Love sure. is in the okay. air. Okay. The main excitement was coming here. <laughs> Beyond this, <laughs> it's work, normal, yes, normal yes. work. It's another day for you, right? Yes, like like the rest day. of us. Okay. Yeah, being a mom, going back home, doing homework. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. a normal day for me. Okay. Yeah. So, so your kids clearly wear your brand. Yes, they do. You live the brand. Your husband <laughs> wears a brand. You wear the brand every day. He's a little bit on the shy side when it comes to African but, prints. Uh, uh, yeah, but I try and put in a little bit there of a print on his Collar on hmm. his cuffs, yes. and I suppose that's a that's a great thing, right? Yeah. You're, you're, with him, you're, you're you're getting to understand that side of the market yes. that is very conservative. But yes. you know, a little bit of color never hurt anybody, and maybe that's you know slowly, slowly yes. what we need to start introducing to them. Yes, that's true. Mm. So in very subtle, just like we are doing with our home um, range that we're working on. Tell me about moment. that home range, actually. Okay, um, so we're going to be introducing um, cushions, scatter cushions, awesome throws. Spring is coming. Mm. Um, so very subtle 
prints incorporated mm. into linens and cottons and suede's um subtly yeah yeah, that's that's about it. Okay, I can't mm-hmm. wait till you guys do like a, a linen range, you know, like okay. for the bed and stuff like that. Okay, but yeah, like it's it's a coming. Subtle African yeah, print for it's the bed. coming up. So we're introducing very um, slowly, mm. testing the market first, and then seeing how it goes. Okay, and then um, we're also planning on. Um, Printing our own fabrics here in South Africa, yeah. it's quite. It's a little bit hard to get. Um, we've got we source locally from local mm. suppliers. Mm. Um, they bring their stuff from West Africa, East I Africa, see. Central yeah. Africa. Um, but uh, we're planning on printing our own, designing and printing our own um, African print fabrics. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, what does that entail? Like expensive machines? Yes, it does. Yeah, I it see. takes me back to the days of NAMPAC printing. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe you and Lerato can talk yes, after the show. In, in fact, I know of someone talk. that actually does the printing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're based in Hamaskral, so... Oh, oh, okay. Great. Oh, great. Is, is, is not too far <laughs> from Sushanguve, where I'm yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yourself, Tanya, what, what are your plans for spring day? It's meeting with the girls and we're going to Cafe Hemingway's. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very good friend of mine, he's just taken over Cafe Hemingway's. Yeah. Well, he's just bought Can I have a couple of cocktails? Have a couple of cocktails, mm-hmm. have a good meal. Just live your life, girl. Like live, you got, living you know, you got every right that. to do what you want to do. <laughs> with the sisters. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice one. Uh, Mr. Masha? Well, I'm a spring baby. Uh, yeah. I was born on the 5th of September. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, man. W- well, thank you. <laughs> Normally what I do is I celebrate my birthday for the entire month okay. of September. Sure. All right. Uh, so sure. we'll be starting the celebrations today. Uh, okay. We'll see what will happen. Mm. Uh, life but will anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm going away for the weekend as well mm. from tomorrow, okay. which I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, spring Watch that hip, thing, eh? Man. Don't 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 do too much hip action. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But enjoy it. Anyway, yeah. uh, on my side, I think I'm, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Uh, I didn't even know it was spring day. So it's like caught me by surprise. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll go to a park. I'll find a park. And <laughs> what do people do at parks anyway? Just chill. Read a yeah, book. Read a book. Take some bread for the ducks. Mm. Okay. The ducks. <laughs> Hopefully not get robbed at the park because that happens <laughs> a lot too. But thank you guys for being uh, here with me this afternoon. Um, uh, just one final one. Tanya, where can people find your product at the moment? At the moment, um, we haven't launched a website because, okay. as I said to you, embryo stage. So I guess we'll so be finding it on African.com. You will, yes. <laughs> and obviously people can contact me directly on tanya.detoy at telcomsa.net. All right. Good stuff. Um, have a great day. Thank you for coming to the studio. Uh, I'm African launching very time, anytime soon. Um, we're being ambitious and we're saying December. Okay. But if does, that doesn't work out, we'll push it out next year slightly, maybe around April or so. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, that has been, um, my two cents for this week. Candice, please come back soon. I miss you. It's not the same without you. <laughs> I'm not handling it. <laughs> but, uh, I guess, uh, you know, Chris Brown actually, it was a big story yesterday. He got arrested. So I'm going to play out with Chris Brown. He's, he's been acting up again. Did you hear the story, guys? No. Yeah. Apparently, um, he was at his house and uh, there, he was sitting with a, with a friend of his who was wearing a, a big diamond chain. And uh, what happened was, you know, the, these guys have, have girls around all the time. So one of the girls who was there at the house in a bikini wanted to see this diamond chain on the friend. And as she was approaching it to touch it, Chris Brown pulled the gun out on her. Sure. 
And then the cops were called, and while the cops were outside his house and he had the gun in his hand, he started ranting on Twitter and posting a whole bunch of craziness. So, yeah, I guess he's drifting. Um, <laughs> and, sure. and, and here it is, drifting, Chris Brown. Jesus. And on that note, we'll see you next week, same place, same time. It's been great being with you on the Weekly Mashup. We out. This is cliffcentral.com.